0: you're listening to warwick radio online the voice of warwick rhode island (laughs) what the
1: what she was to say let's talk about i was going to but i'm so used to the countdown and then i go and here we go let's talk again I was take the three, okay? Moment. She
0: couldn't get here this evening. <laughs> she drove right past the exit and just kept going. I said, where are we at? She said, I don't know. We're going on a road trip.
1: <laughs> you might want to text well. Tell we'll be a few minutes late. <laughs> True story. True story. Let's talk about equal give and take and unconditional love.
0: Okay. So give and take in equal any relationship. Equal give religion. and take
1: and unconditional love. and When to know, just because you have unconditional love for somebody, what an equal give and take should still look like,
0: regardless of who it's with.
1: Whether it's with a partner, a friendship, community, work relationships, any of that.
0: So how do you set that boundary?
1: It looks different for everyone. Depends on how comfortable you are setting boundaries. First of all, knowing what your boundaries are is a big thing. Did you see the snarl? The lip went up with all Elvis. Boundaries <laughs> are a little tough for me. Yeah, I think they're tough for a lot of people. They're tough for me as well, depending on who it's
0: with. Yeah, my husband says I say no all the time.
1: Yeah, you just to him boundaries with
0: him. <laughs> Everybody else I say yes. Um, yes girl. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I don't need to sleep for the next 2 weeks. I think boundaries come with self-worth. Uh yeah, I don't have a lot of that. I lay on the floor if someone takes out a camera. <laughs> yeah, true story, true story. Yeah, I think
1: the more that you love and respect yourself, the more that you're willing to set loving boundaries with people, unconditional loving boundaries with people.
0: Well, I think it comes from a lot of people have issues setting boundaries because they felt that at certain point in their life, love was conditional. If I could continue giving and giving and giving, they'll continue loving. And if I stop giving, they're going to walk away and no longer love me. Yeah, it's also for liking.
1: People like you when you give. Oh, it makes people
0: happy. They're that's like, That's why Donnie so says people that. have friends because you can do something for them.
1: <laughs> I think some people that is absolutely the case. I think some people gravitate in, and their friendship is based on what can you do for me.
0: Well, I think those people suck. Yeah, agreed. That's I don't not think you okay. can say that
1: word on the air. I I
0: think it's going to get bleeped out. You can bleep it. Bleep, bleep. You're a bad person if all you do is make friends or acquaintances for things they can do for you. That is not fair. That is really taking advantage of someone's kindness.
1: It is, but at the same time, like attracts like. So if you're not putting that frequency out, those people can't come in and align with you.
0: What if you're working with them?
1: You'd be amazed at how many people end up getting promotions or move to other jobs when you're no longer in alignment with them.
0: I'm Everything. leveling somewhere <laughs> in my playing field. Things <laughs> Moving tend to people shift out.
1: Yeah, things tend to shift a lot of the times just naturally. But the more that you focus on it, the more that you call it to you. And when you have lower self esteem, your boundaries are not such a secured line you're willing to move that line back for certain people. And a lot of the times I think it comes from there's a thought expectation on like my side when I would do it. There was always a thought process of I'm going to do this and I would immediately think they're going to appreciate it. Yeah, baloney. But that's an expectation and they have no responsibility (laughs) to actually fulfill my expectations. I should be doing it for them because I choose and I want to do it because of how it makes me feel and not an expectation of how they're going to react to it. The giving should always come from a space from yourself. But if you can't, and when you align with certain people and they're not giving anything back, so you feel like your needs aren't being met or you've done this for them and there's been nothing in return, it's an
0: unbalanced relationship. So let's talk about how certain roles that we have in life come with some expectations such as motherhood oh yeah and we're kind of as that role and if we don't continue to give and help and aid other people have a lot of opinions that they like to share about how you're handling certain situations you know that firsthand i know i do yeah Absolutely, The choices we make because we feel it's right for our family, other people don't think so much, and therefore they like to spread their input not only in <laughs> our ears but other ears, and then we have to put out those fires.
1: Very true, but it also leads to the question of who cares what someone else thinks, unless it's a legal issue, which— Usually if it's a legal issue, you might want to
0: check <laughs> your thought process if it requires no, but um, sometimes, something to get involved. But You know firsthand, sometimes when you make certain choices, it puts rifts in relationships in your family and makes seeing those people at functions kind of uncomfortable at times. Oh, I know I've done that or my daughter put me in that situation with one of my family members and it got real uncomfortable for a little while. Yeah, I just had that a couple of about a month and a half ago. Um,
1: but again, it's it does it's not that it's not uncomfortable, but people are going to have their preconceived notions, and a lot of people will always think that they know best or look through their own lens of perspective. So they're associating it with what they did for you, or how they feel, or what they think is best. But the reality is, is that there is no best in any way, shape, or form. There's just different. Some things work different. Some things will create a better outcome. But until you know better, you can't do better. And when you get to know yourself better, the byproduct of that, I think, is setting boundaries a little bit better. I've found that it comes more on default now opposed to me having to think and actually do it.
0: See, and for me, I find that the older I get... I like to hang out with people who have absolutely no expectations for me. We can just go out, have fun, and then I'm like, hey, catch you at some point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Those are the, some of my favorite relationships. The relationships that have lasted the longest are the ones that don't have those expectations attached to it and yet have a level of compassion and understanding, realizing that life does happen, and you'll reconnect when you reconnect.
0: Because needy friends, at, those are hard
1: Yeah, especially the ones with expectations, which I think is why it's important for us to try our best not to have expectations of other people. Because our expectations, just like our parents' expectations or anybody else's expectations, that stress of trying to meet somebody else's expectation throws you out of alignment with self because now you're trying to become and do and say things for somebody else's approval opposed to really tapping in and doing it for your own self-approval.
0: Oh, and that's really hard to change those patterns when that's been your default forever. When you start saying, no, I have to do this because this is what's good for me and not care about those certain expectations, that's really tough. I've made some really hard decisions in my life and had to admit that I put them off because I was afraid of how people I cared about The most would see me yeah
1: absolutely that's a real thing and it's as a human race we are social creatures so we crave to be accepted and a lot of it does come from lineage stuff you know doing past life regressions how much of belief systems and trauma and everything else that's handed down generation by generation and that whole thought process that was taught to us and then retaught to our kids until you choose to break the cycle. But as soon as you stop becoming aware and choosing in that moment to make a little bit of different choice, or I've found one of the most powerful things in the last like two or three weeks that I've been able to do is in that moment when a thought comes in and then that feeling that's attached to it of either not enoughness or somebody's gonna judge me, I stop in that moment and I acknowledge it and I accept it. And then I repeat to myself, I am consciously choosing to release this thought and the feeling attached to it in this moment. Thank you for coming. And then I get to choose another thought to replace it. But it's really that acceptance of not just self, but of the lineage things. Acceptance that your parents did the best that they could with what they had and handed down what they did. Just like their parents did and just like we've done to our kids and really making peace with who you are, how you look, how you walk, how you present yourself and the choices that you make, to stand more thoroughly in your true self. And when you stand in that space, boundaries automatically happen because you're not willing to compromise you for anybody. It doesn't mean that you're not willing to help people, lift them up, let them see the light within or help them out whenever you can. It just means not at my expense. And I think that's what makes all the difference. And an equal give and take relationship doesn't, I think it doesn't have those expectations. It's both people wanting to see each other succeed, lift each other up and have a good quality of life, regardless of if that's with your kids or not. And sometimes tough things come along. You have to let them do their own thing and make their own mistakes and learn however it is that they need to learn with unconditional love and non-expectations attached to it.
0: See, so, you know, I have been working on the, rule, the great rule that I've always lived by is do unto others as you would want done unto you, which I've done really well. I've always said, all right, well, I would want someone to treat me this way, and I've done that. But there's another rule that I always tell my kids and anyone that was in my youth groups, anything. I would say, love your neighbor as yourself. And then I would tell them, But remember, that means you have to love yourself. And that was always the hardest part for me. Mm -hmm. Was, okay, you need to love yourself. So lately, I've been putting boundaries up because I'm like, well, I would never let someone treat someone I love like that. So I can't let someone treat me like that. I would never expect someone to do that for me because that's not their job. Therefore, I won't do that for that person. Because... I don't want to feel like I have no self-worth anymore. Yeah, I learned to love myself, and putting those boundaries up have been really hard. But I've learned that in doing so, the relationships that I value the most have strengthened because of it.
1: Yeah, and that's what ends up happening. It's more open communication. It's more authenticity brought to that, and it's more of a respect thing where you gain somebody's respect when you advocate for yourself and you truly love yourself and come from that space. It's not a space of judgment, resentment, blame, shame, any of that. It's from a space of, I need to do this in order to love myself, and in doing that, I'm going to create the ability to continue to have unconditional love for you. And I think that that is truly what makes all the difference within relationships. And I love that you said... Do unto your neighbors as they would have done unto you or treat them the way that, you know, you want to be treated. Love them the way that you want to be loved. And when you stop and think, how do I talk to myself? Mm -hmm. Would I ever talk to somebody? someone else that way. Whether it's a neighbor or anybody else, somebody at the grocery store, would I ever talk to somebody else the way that I talk to myself?
0: No, you wouldn't. Nope. I would guarantee that 99% of the people walking around this world would say, nobody wants to know what's going on in my head. You don't want to know those thoughts. It's an ugly, dark place in there. And that's where I think you have to start, is with those simple thoughts. You are not your thoughts. You can change them.
1: Absolutely. And it's embracing your shadow side and instead of running from your fears, walking towards them. Anything that we fear is just an emotional attachment. It all comes down to our belief systems and our perspectives. And the more that we are aware of what our thoughts are and we do truly love ourselves, the afterpot is is that we end up loving other people unconditionally because we already love ourselves. And when you love yourself unconditionally and accept yourself, other people's opinions don't they don't activate you. They don't hit and activate that you know, judgment feeling or that lack of or less than feeling inside because that feeling's no longer there because you've accepted all of you. And I think it's a natural thing. As you do the internal work, those relationships, those boundaries, that self-acceptance, all of that ends up just intertwining with each other for your highest good and the highest good of everybody involved.
0: So, have a little faith in yourself. Trust that the road is going to lead you where you need to be. Learn to love yourself so that you can love everyone and everything bigger, better, stronger. Throw in a little bit of pixie dust in there.
1: Right? A little faith Everything, trust everything and needs pixie faith, dust. trust, and pixie dust. Get you through some of the worst times. Yeah, I would say love upon yourself, even the horrible stuff or even the stuff that doesn't feel good. And the more that you do, And the more that you accept it and the more that you fall in love with you, the more that the byproduct is you fall in love with life and everything and everyone around you.
0: Yeah. So reach in. Give that inner child a hug. Yeah. That's what we always needed. Yep.
1: Be that person for you now that you didn't have you wish you had back then.
0: Yeah. So Gandhi says, be the change you wish to see in the world.
1: Yeah. So do it, people. Change or not. Totally your choice. Just love. (laughs) Yeah. And respect yourself, I think. And I'm going to say, normally we do leave it on that love light, high vibes thing. I'm going to leave it on. Sometimes the work is heavy and it hurts and it's tough to get through. And that's when you need those support systems around you. But it's also when you need to sit in that space and realize it's a gift that's been given just as much as everything else. It's a level of self-awareness and self-acceptance. And as soon as you can feel all of you and accept all of you, transformation begins. And the world will see the beauty that is actually supposed to be shown. And then you affect everything and everyone around you.
0: And I'll remember the story of the butterfly who is in that cocoon or chrysalis and the struggle to get through that metamorphosis you can't have other people do it for you because if you do, you'll end up with a crippled wing and you'll never be able to take that flight. So allow that journey, allow that process as painful as it is, just go through it. Because just like labor pains, at the end, there's beauty.
1: I agree. And I love that because on the flip side, let the people you love go through it as well. Because when you don't, they're not able to have the quality of life that they're supposed to. They need both wings to fly.
0: You're listening to Warwick Radio Online, The Voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.